0: All right, Jamoke Davis here for another episode of Just for Sport. I'm excited about the NBA's release of the second half of the schedule, and I know you are too, which we'll get into what teams you should get your bets in on now. And we're talking baseball. That's right, the season's just around the corner, and also that means it's spring. It's springtime, y'all, so now it's getting a little warmer. I'm going to go through each division and declare a winner and a dark horse. To hedge your bets, you know what I mean, but first, let's start with the NBA. As I mentioned, yes, it's the second half of the season. The one thing that I am most excited about is that we have what's called the play in games, and that is going to be a lot of fun because the seven through 10 seed has a shot to make it to the playoffs, and that means that speaking of in some ways hedging your bets. When you're thinking about your favorite team or those teams where you're looking like, man, in the standings, you know, obviously you got your top six teams in the Eastern Conference 76ers, Nets, Bucks, Pacers, Raptors, and Bulls. That's seven through 10. Hornets, Heat, Celtics, Knicks. They've got a shot to make the playoffs. But you can also look at the lower seeds. Right below that, in the 11th spot, you've got the Atlanta Hawks. One game back of the 10th seed. The Orlando Magic, two games out of the 10th seed. And the Washington Wizards, they are two and a half games from that 10th seed. And that means you got a shot at the playoffs. That's what it means. And so when I'm looking at this schedule, I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, well, maybe I can start to look at some of these teams to reach the playoffs. Why not? Why not look at the teams that you're like, okay, where can I try to make, yes, we are accepting that it is a long shot bet, but some of the teams that may be trending other, upwards. And, of course, one of the teams I'm going to talk about is the Washington Wizards, who are 6-4 and four in their last 10, but they were one of the hottest teams till they just lost to the Clippers. They have won five in a row, five games in a row. And then when you look at that division, the Southeast Division, they're three games back of first place. Now, yes, a long shot to win the division, but I'll still take that. Why not? Why not go on ahead and put some money down on that Southeast Division? They're now at plus 1,800 to win the Southeast Division. But I'm not really talking about winning the Southeast Division. I'm pretty much just talking about can they make the playoffs and you can get the Washington Wizards at plus 330 plus 330 on DraftKings to make it into the playoffs and if you've got a shot at making it into this play-in game at the 7 to 10 seed as a 7 to 10 seed why not it's a play-in tournament to determine what teams will fill the 7th and 8th playoff seeds in each conference And that means you've got a shot. And the reason why I'm saying you've got to project out now is because in many ways this is where you want to take the teams while they are not looking good. While they are not looking good. That's what you want to do to try to increase your value. That's what you want to do to try to increase your value. So I like a team like the Washington Wizards to try to do that. They can turn it around because you got a lot of value there to make the playoffs. To make the playoffs at plus 330. There aren't many teams that have a plus next to the word yes when it comes to making the playoffs. And another team in that same category is the Memphis Grizzlies. They are in the 10th seed. They're game ahead of the New Orleans Pelicans. So you could also think about taking the New Orleans Pelicans. But the Memphis Grizzlies hold a 10th seed. And on DraftKings, you can get them at plus 240. Plus 240. That's a good number. Now the interesting thing that I don't see on here... And so in my mind, why is it off the books? Probably because there is a great chance that they're going to make the playoffs. That's a possibility, trying to figure out where they're going to go. But when I look at DraftKings, a team that I don't see is the New Orleans Pelicans. They've got Memphis Grizzlies, Orlando Magic, New York Knicks, Portland Trailblazers, Dallas Mavericks, Washington Wizards, Sacramento Kings, and the Denver Nuggets. So also, when you look at a team like the Denver Nuggets, You can also go the other way if you want to. The Denver Nuggets and the Dallas Mavericks, as it stands, as I'm recording this podcast, are holding the 7th and the ninth seed in the playoffs, and that's no guarantee that they will make it. So you could say, no, the Dallas Mavericks are not going to make the playoffs and you get that bet at plus 240. That's a bigger gamble, I think, as Luka gets hot. You'll see he'll come around. And he's probably going to, you know, really push for that team to get that. It may only be the eighth or seventh seed, but that's still a possibility. Denver Nuggets, mm, I feel strongly more um, confident that the Denver Nuggets will make the playoffs. I mean, their record is 17-14. and 14. Everyone knows what they did last year in the playoffs. Yes, Uh, Coach Mike Malone, you know, they're not playing as well as they did last year, in my opinion. But I don't know if I'd ever look at taking the Denver Nuggets at plus 600 to not make the playoffs. But if you're a Denver Nugget hater, maybe you want to take that bet. Maybe you want to take that bet. You got the Orlando Magic at plus 450, the New York Knicks at plus 240 to make the playoffs. Now, I do like the New York Knicks team. They've been fun to watch this year. Uh, Julius Randle, I think, could get comeback player of the year. I think it's a long shot for Emmanuel quickly to be able to get rookie of the year. He's at plus 5,000 right now. It's probably going to be LaMelo Ball, who's at plus 500. Tyrese Halliburton is plus 600. Anthony Edwards is plus 1,000. Everybody loves his dunk. James Wiseman is plus 2,500. He hasn't played in a while, but maybe he'll come back soon. But I like that New York Knicks team. And right now, they are holding on to that 10th spot. So maybe, I know you didn't expect this, the Boston Celtics are tied with the New York Knicks. Their records are equal at 15 and 17. 15 and 17. The Celtics are 7 and 12 on the road. 3 and 7 in their last 10, they've lost 3 in a row. Now, granted, just as much as you talk about win streaks, the Brooklyn Nets have won 7 in a row. There was a spell where they weren't playing well right after James Harden came on the team. So they're going to be ebbs and flows. The Trailblazers have lost three in a row. The Lakers have lost four in a row after Anthony Davis went out. And they don't know when he will return. They're hurting at the point guard spot. Which isn't great that they don't seem to have the kind of team right now that they thought they would. No Dennis Schroeder at the point guard position. Now, I do find that uh, a little bit interesting. You know, I know LeBron James runs a lot of their point guard, but, you know, they released Quinn Cook, and he was a point guard. And I wonder if you look at how... They are struggling. It isn't just the adjustment of playing without Anthony Davis and the fact everybody's talking about LeBron James possibly playing too many minutes right now, needs to slow it down at his age. You know, it's one thing to say, oh, I can be just like Tom Brady. But Tom Brady had, in many ways, a healthy team and played his position and did it well. Maybe LeBron James is trying to do it too much. you got five players on the court, and so LeBron James is playing multiple positions. Tom Brady doesn't have to do that. So that's where the comparison ends. Don't be a Tom Brady in this situation. Maybe it is time to think about restricting his minutes. I mean, we saw the Los Angeles Clippers basically give up what could have been a winning game the other night to sit playoff P Paul George In the closing minutes of a game. In the closing minutes of what ended up being. Oh, man. I mean, for me, it was a heartbreaking loss. I was predicting a win for the Los Angeles Clippers. And I'm sitting there watching the game against the Brooklyn Nets in L.A. The Clippers were down for most of that game and fought all the way back to have playoff P sitting on the sideline when they maybe could have won it. But that was their choosing. You know, restricting minutes. And I think maybe to go back to what I was saying, you maybe have to restrict the Los Angeles Clippers one and only, excuse me, Los Angeles Lakers, LeBron James' minutes. The Houston Rockets released DeMarcus Cousins. There's talk that maybe he'll come back to the team. But I question, well, maybe you shouldn't have let JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard go. When you knew that you had Anthony Davis, who every season – If I remember the stat correctly, every season he's been in the league, he's missed at least 10 games. And it looks like he's going to miss a lot more. Looks like he's going to miss a lot more. But now is your time. And it may be too late. In some ways, it may be a little too late to get your bids in for some of these teams to win the playoffs. But with the Lakers losing four in a row, the Jazz are 26-6. and six. I think that they are, in my mind, playing very well, but maybe peaking too early. As uh, Marcus Morris said, after the Jazz crushed the Lakers, you can argue that You can't argue with uh, one of the Morris twins, Marcus Morris. Yeah, let's wait till we get to the playoffs. Utah beat us 114-89, worst defeat in the regular season. Let's see when we get to the playoffs. It will be different. He's right. He's right. He's right. All right, next thing I'm looking at. I'm looking at some warmer temperatures. For those of you on the East Coast, in the North, where you're cold, you want to get warm. And one of the first signs of that is when pitchers and catchers report baseball. As the teams are getting ready for what is sure to be a very interesting regular season that they just got finished playing a 60-game season where we saw the Los Angeles Dodgers win the World Series. So as I'm trying to get in the baseball mode, I said, okay, it's time to start breaking down some baseball teams. World Series. League winners, division winners, regular season wins, and just like I did with the NBA, who's going to make the playoffs? So I'm going to do all of that, but I'm going to start. I decided I'm going to start by breaking down each division. And today, on this first podcast where we're talking baseball, We're going to go with the American League East. The American League East. And we'll start with my Baltimore Orioles. I'm a Nats fan too. I am. I'm a Nats fan too. But, but, I did grow up rooting for the Orioles. And they will always have a place in my heart. And of late, they will always have a place in the bottom of the ALE standings. The crazy thing is, this past 60-game season, it was the Boston Red Sox who ended up in last place at 24-36, and, and the Baltimore Orioles were just slightly above them at 25-35. and 35. Now, we can also go back to 2019, where the Orioles only won 54 games, and lost 108 games. One of only five teams to lose over 100 games. But 108, oh boy, only the Detroit Tigers were worse. But the Boston Red Sox won 84, so yeah. In my mind, and probably in your mind too, if you followed last year's season, it's a little bit of an aberration to me, to me. So when I look at the Baltimore Orioles, they're rebuilding. They have a Batman in their starting lineup and Matt Harvey and Felix Hernandez. And to me, both of those pitchers, by name only, you can call them somewhat stars. But it remains to be seen if they will find some old magic, if you will, that can help lift the Baltimore Orioles. I just don't see it. You've got Mullins and Hayes competing for the starting center fielder job. There's some cool storylines to follow with the Baltimore Orioles. Will Trey Mancini take You know, another step up. Already talked about the pitching. Chris Davis. Oh, my heart hurts for Chris Davis. Still got to get myself a Davis jersey. That's my weird thing. I will get I do get jerseys. But if I get a jersey that I will wear, I know it's crazy. But the last name has to be Davis then I don't feel so ridiculous wearing a jersey. But I still kind of do, right? Do you ever get too old for wearing jerseys? I don't know. But bottom line is that the Baltimore Orioles are rebuilding. There is almost no chance of them making the playoffs. But if you want the odds... If you want the odds on the Baltimore Orioles, the crazy thing is, you want to know how bad it is? They're not even on DraftKings right now. They're not even on DraftKings right now to make the playoffs. But you can take them at 5200 a dollar to win $520, to win the AL East. Now, as I continue on, I doubt that that will happen. Next team up, the Boston Red Sox. The Boston Red Sox, as I mentioned, yes, they were in last place in the AL East last year. But I also feel like that was an aberration. They ended the season winning six of ten, two games in a row. I don't even know if you can really count last year. I just feel like you can. But the Boston Red Sox, another year removed from letting Mookie Betts go. No Benintendi. They do have Jackie Bradley Jr. Xander Bogarts is durable and always puts up numbers. We'll see if Rafael Devers will bring his bat. And, of course, J.D. Martinez, who's one of my favorite players. I always used to get him in fantasy baseball He's like that solid vet that they need to help keep the team thinking positive and moving in the right direction. If he can get back to his old ways, I know he didn't play as well in 2020. We shall see. And then you got a bright spot in Bobby Dahlbeck. Towards the end of 2020, he was hot. He was hot. But we have to see what he will do this year to win the division. The Boston Red Sox are at plus 2,000. Plus 2,000. That, in my mind, is a good number when you consider in 2019, this team, the Boston Red Sox, 84 and 78. Now, I know that says, oh, well, they did make the playoffs. But, but, to me, they were close enough if you think about the fact that the two card teams, the Oakland Athletics and the Tampa Bay Rays, won 97 and 96 games, respectively. And that's a season removed. So it's, you know, you can't really compare Apple's to oranges, but I think you will see an improved Boston Red Sox team. You can get them at plus 275 to make the playoffs, minus 375 to miss the playoffs. That being said, I don't think they're going to make it. I don't think they're going to make it. Next team up, The Toronto Blue Jays, who have played well under manager Charlie Montoyo. They have a young core, solid lineup, led by none other than Vladimir Guerrero Jr. He says he shed some weight. He feels stronger and quicker this offseason after coming into last year's uh, spring training. But I guess it was like winter, fall training. Overweight. Out of shape. He says he's going to be better. Bo Bichette, one of the best young shortstops in MLB. He had a .896 OPS over the first 75 games. Got to work on his defense. He's got to work on his defense. But they've got a good young team. They made the playoffs last year with a record of 32 and 28. That's not bad. They were a wild card team. The Toronto Blue Jays are at minus 112 to make the playoffs. That's a yes. That means that, yeah, the betters think they will make the playoffs, but also has no at minus one twelve. But it's looking good for them to make the playoffs. And to win the AL East division, you can get them at plus 350. Which puts them tied for the next team that we are going to talk about. And that is the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. They are also at plus 350 to win the AL East. Why? Why? Why, when they were runners-up in the World Series, are they not the favorite? Well, they let Blake Snell go, along with some of the other players from that AL pennant-winning team. They do have depth. That's one thing you got to say about Tampa Bay. And, hey, if nothing else, Tampa Bay is the city of champions right now. Lightning, Buccaneers. Toronto Raptors, the Tampa Bay Raptors, as I like to call them. They're trying to make a run in the NBA. And then the Tampa Bay Rays. They've got a solid pitching core, even without Blake Snell. of Tyler Glasnow, Chris Archer, Ryan Yarbrough, and Michael Waka, if that is a prediction of who could be the... Uh, the uh, starting rotation. But as you also saw in the playoffs, they did some very unique things that's really becoming less and less unique. And it's more of a trend of having relief pitchers start the game, go an inning or two, and then bring in the starter in the middle relief, so to speak. But they have the best young player in Randy Arrozarena, who, by the way, is still eligible for rookie Of the year. Because of the number of plays. Games that he played over the last two seasons. You can get him for rookie of the year at plus 400. So think about that too. Just a little bonus. Just a little bonus. He's not a secret anymore. And so defenses may be different. When it comes to. Uh, how they play him. There's no doubt about that. But here's the other sleeper pick for Rookie of the Year that you should keep your eye on. Wander Franco may find himself wandering up into the Tampa Bay Rays roster. And he's at plus 1,000 for AL Rookie of the Year. He is the player that no one has seen on a regular basis. Maybe he can follow up the great year Randy Rosarena had last year. The Rays may need the jolt of a young 19-year-old player in the infield. Wander Franco, keep an eye out on him. Plus 1,000, rookie of the year. You never know. And then we have the New York Yankees, managed by Aaron Boone. Of course, of course, right. Of course, they're going to be the favorites to win the AL East, at minus two hundred. At least of late. Occasionally, they have a bad year or two. I mean, they were only thirty-three and twenty-seven, four games above five hundred, but that was a shortened sixty-game season. The Yankees won one hundred and three games in twenty nineteen. One of only four teams to do so. Three of them in the American League. In Minnesota, Houston, and the Yankees. We won't talk about Houston. We know what the deal is there. The Yankees are the favorite at minus 200. They are also the favorite to win the World Series. But it seems like almost every year that could be the case. Last year in the shortened 60 game season, they didn't live up to expectations, but they're stacked on offense. DJ LeMahieu signed a six year, $90 million deal. He led the AL with a 364 batting average, 421 on base percentage, and an OPS over 1.011. Aaron Judge, you can't forget about him. He can bring in runs. Aaron Hicks and Clint Frazier round out the outfield. You got Giancarlo Stanton as the DH. Oh, did I forget a couple of players? Oh, Gary Sanchez isn't a bad catcher. Luke Voigt, quiet as kept, led the majors in home runs with 22 last season. They added Garrett Cole, who could be the Cy Young Award winner, to the Yankees' starting pitching rotation. They had they added Gary Corey Kluber, and Jamison Talon. They have Zach Britton, former Oriole, and Aroldis Chapman booking in the game as closers. So they have a solid lineup. A solid lineup. And to make the playoffs, of course, they're at a minus 1,000 for yes and plus 600 for no. If you're a Yankee hater, I mean, it would be fun to, to go ahead and just take the no just because you can. But in the end, I do think that the Yankees are the best team and are the odds-on favorite to win the division. But my sleeper is the Toronto Blue Jays at plus 350. That's my sleeper. I feel like it's almost easy to pick the Rays because they did it last year. Or it's also easy... I just couldn't think of the Rays as being a sleeper pick. But Toronto, yes, I could. Yes, I could. So we'll see how it goes. I'm looking forward to the baseball season. I know you are too. I'm looking forward to hopefully being able to actually go to a game. That will be exciting as well. Hope you've enjoyed the podcast. On Monday... I'm going to look at the American League Central. White Sox, Twins, Indians, Tigers, and Royals. And making my prediction for who will win that division. And who will make the playoffs. Should be fun. Download and subscribe. Just for Sport, where you listen to your podcast. Leave a review. I look forward to... A weekend of great sports, watching basketball, thinking about baseball coming here, missing football, missing tennis. I don't really watch hockey, but, you know, if it's on, I'll tune in. It's all about the sports. It's for now.